Okay, so the way we ended yesterday's daf, today's daf is Chaf Aleph, we, we tried to align the debate between Rabbi Shimon and our Mishnah re- regarding whether the Ketaf, the sap from the, the sap from the Ketaf has a, um, has Ketush Shvis. We tried to align that with the Shita, because Rabbi Shimon says it didn't. We tried to align it with the Shita of Rabbi Yehoshua, who said that um, with respect to Orla, the sap of a tree doesn't have, uh, isn't, doesn't oyster, doesn't make Asur, if it's, uh, say, the cheese, it was used as a starter, okay? And we said that actually, no, it doesn't make sense to say that they're aligned with one another. Why? Because firstly, we're making contradiction in halacha. We're passing on Rabbi Yoshu, and we pass on like Chachamim, and not Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon and Mishnah. This is just a bit of Chazara. And secondly, we made a distinction between Shviz and, and Orla. Orla, the, what is Asur, is the pre, whereas on Shemitah, it's actually anything that has really use, use for a person. Doesn't have, even say machel behema. Doesn't have to be a food. We had thistles and thorns. Doesn't have to be a pre. It would have kedusha So that's why Rabbi Yeshua wouldn't necessarily have to agree with Rabbi Shimon. Well, I should say they wouldn't align with Rabbi Shimon and Amishna. So we say I'll give you another proof why Rabbi Yeshua doesn't align with Rabbi Shimon. That is because Rabbi Yeshua mar Shmua. When Rabbi Yeshua gave his opinion, he expressed. He said shamati. That I heard, I have a tradition that that if you're ma'amid in the sraf from this uh, from a tree, from these trees, then it wouldn't be it wouldn't make it asor. However, Rabbi Shimon, who comes historically after, it's the Dorachar Rabbi Yeshua. If he really held like Rabbi Yeshua, he should have also said shamati. Meaning, if Rabbi Yeshua presented his position as a shamati, as a tradition, Rabbi Shimon that came after should have done so similarly as well. The fact that he doesn't is another, if you like, a secondary proof that Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Shimon aren't talking about the same thing. It's not necessarily the same topic, and Rabbi Shimon doesn't, and, and Rabbi Shimon doesn't necessarily agree with Rabbi Shimon in our mission. Okay. Now, when we look at the sugir, since we mentioned the sugir in Orla, the question is, within Shit of Rabbi Yeshua, he says, if you get the sraf from a the pre itself, meaning that was from the um, the for the pagin, the unripe grapes. He said in that situation, then what? In that situation, then we said that it wouldn't make the cheese asur. The question is, lama is it sraf pre or is pagin pre? Now I'll read you Reb Chaim because it's a very interesting distinction here. He says, Masaf now the question is what? Time am I? What's the basis? Is Mishum to Srafa Pagim Kapagim that the Srap, the Sraf, if you like the sap from these Pagim, are equivalent to the Pagim themselves? And therefore the sap, if you like, within these Pagim, these ungrained grapes, is no different to the grapes. That's why it has Orla. Or maybe Rabbi Yeshua holds differently. Maybe it's the Pagim themselves are a pre. The Sraf isn't a pre. Since Orla pre itself is Asur, if you use the Sraf from the Pagim, it's as if you're getting Hana'a from the Pagim themselves. That's why it's Asur. Again, I'll explain it outside. The question is, when it comes to, again, Rabbi Yeshua agrees in the case in Masech the Oila, that if you start taking the sap from these pagim, these unripe grapes, and you use that to ma'amid as a, as a way to, to milk into cheese, you make the cheese Asur. The question is, what does he hold by the sraf of these pagim? 
Does he hold that it's basically equivalent to the pagim themselves? So it's a priyad as well. Even though the, the sap from the tree isn't, the, the, this, this juice, whatever you're getting out of the pagim, that is considered like the pagim. Or simply, no, it's something that's coming from something that's asur mahana'a. I mean, the pagim, they're the pre. They're what's asur. But the juice you're extracting from it, not the juice, the sap, really, because not, it's, too, it's not, not mature enough to have juice. But this sap that's coming out of it is something that's ba'ma'as in isuhana. What's behind is shita? Now, you may ask, what difference does it make? And guess what? The Gemara says the same thing. In other words, what's a nafkamina? The nafkamina is as follows. In tema sraf pi, saf pri, asa ken betruma denabi muta. Just to explain, if someone did the same thing with these grapes that weren't orla, but they were truma, and they extracted this unripe grape, they extracted sap from it, the, the nafgamina would be now, is that asur to non kohen? So the nafgamina would once again be for truma. With truma, if you say that the sraf is the pre itself, then what means is that we are using truma to be a mamid for the cheese and be asud zarin. That's what it means if, it, if the pagin is pre. However, if you say the saraf peri, that's what it's referring to. If you say that what? That it's something that's just coming from that which is the pre. Now, there's no isra necessarily associated with a truma. So that that came out of it wouldn't make it asud to the zarin, to, to the zarin, to a non coin to eat. That's enough, Gamina. Again, why is that so? Because orla, you have an isohana with it, but when it comes to truma, you don't have an isohana. Let's continue. Now, we're talking about the case we said when it came in our Mishnah, and I've kind of already spoiled the surprise by explaining it the way the Gemara ends. But the way the Mishnah said is, it says, if you have, um, if you're kovesh, if you have a varied chadash kavshu b'shemen yashan, if you've got a new varied in old oil, then you'll cut it a verid. You've got to simply take out the verid and everything's fine. However, yashan bechadash, if it's an old one and a new, then the whole thing's chai babiur. So the Gemara initially says, one second, what's I talking about? It seems to be sota chadat sheni. It says, Ko'atamar I don't understand. Why is the ruling so different if it's chadash b'yashan yashan bechadash? So the first understanding is Rabbi Val b'shem Rabbi Yochanan says, treit ma'ini nuhun. It's actually two different tanaim. So two different shit on. Rabbi Zira says, no, very betray, patray, as opposed to tnaye. In other words, we're actually talking about two different cases, which is why I explained to you before. Meaning, vered chadash kavshu b'shemen yashan, what's that talking about? That's talking about vered shel shvi'it, shekavash b'shemen shel shishit. The chadash is talking about the yain, sorry, the, the vered, the rose itself, has, it, it has shvi'it, and we're using wine from the previous year. And therefore, we're talking about prior to Zman Biur. So all you have to do is take out the, um, the, the, the verit itself, the rose leaves themselves, and whatever's left is fine because we don't really worry about the tam that remains. However, the second case where he says it's to'en biur, that's v'yashan b'chadash, that's verit shel shvi'it. We're talking about, again, the roses from Shmitiyah. Shekavshu, that's being kavush in Shem and Shminit after Nazman Biur. And now, since we're already dealing with something that's a devarasur, the tam from this devarasur that's in that goes into the shemen, well, now it's a problem. Now we say that's why the whole thing to end is to endure. That's how we just differentiate with the two cases. 
And that is, with that we say, Hadron Alach, Klal Gadol, Hadron Alach, Klal Gadol, Hadron Alach, Klal Gadol. And having said one Klal Gadol, let's have a look at the next one. Next parak. Klal Gadol Amru Vrishvis. Kolam Yuchad Lochle Adam Enosimimimenu Malugmala Adam. Anything that's considered specifically human food, you cannot use as a patch as a cell, right? We've explained as a plaster to, to, to make a plaster. Vain clearly you cannot use it for a plaster for animals. You know, we've discussed this previously. Anything that's not miyuchad adam, say it's you can make it, you can now use it for a malugma for adam, you can make it for a patch for a human, but you can't use it for a patch for an animal. Apparently, in other words, here it means it's talui b'machshava, meaning if you picked it for one, it'll be considered one, if you picked it for another, it's for another. What if you consider it for both? Then we apply the chumras of both. I've already explained it before, but this time I know the Gemara is going to give an explanation, so we'll hold out an explanation for the moment. Chumri Adam, we know what that means. I mean, you're not allowed to use it for a plaster for human. What's the chumri behema? We'll get to that. If you consider it simply for wood, then it has no kudushishvis, not a problem. And what would be such a thing? As we explained, when it comes to these hyssops and these, these types of bushes, that it really depends on one's machshava. <coughs> well, sometimes it's miuchad, it's miuchad both. Sometimes it's for consumption, sometimes it's for you, wood. Now, let's look at the Gemara. Rabbun barchia bai kamerab zira. Ochle adam va ochle beima. Hayuba parsha. If you look, the Torah discusses both human food and animal food. What, what made you see to say that what? Or Chazal? What's the basis that we make a distinction? You can use, you can use Ochle Adam. Sorry, you can only use Ochle Bahema for to make a patch, but not Ochle Adam. So Amar Lehi said to him, It says in the Torah that the um, food of the land will be for you, for consumption. We say, so miet ochel adam, which means enosemalugma, meaning we've got a miut here, and that miut is to say it is exclusively for consumption and not for using ochel adam as a patch or something like that, as a plaster. However, the Gemara says, umiet ochle behema, we see the similar type of miut by animal food as well. It says, um, <coughs> as well. So it's Amar Bibun Barchia Kol Midrash Ata Doresh for Shover Midrash Rishon Einze Midrash. In other words, if you're Doresh in the second case as well, you will then basically completely contradict and dismantle the first Russia. Because the first Russia that we make says that Ochel Adam is exclusively for consumption, not making a patch. But only Ochle Adam, implying the Ochle Behema, you could. If you now go to the second Rush that by Ochle Behema, that comes to basically contradict the first rush you did. So you can't have one drush or follow another one that contradicts it. It doesn't ex- explain what, the other, how, what, what you do with the other drush, but for it, the rush surreal says as follows. He explains in the middle of Dibur the Shover Midrash Rishon. He says, the, what you would do for the second drush, the Mi'ut by Ochle Behema, he said, you have to learn something else from it. And that is, uh, it says, the you know that is animal food for a patch <coughs> for animals, but not for animal dyes either. Get it into the common like we learn further on. 
<coughs> okay, so that's the um, that's the first brush. However, Rabbi Yossi Lomaken, he brings a different explanation. He says, I can learn it from the second Pasuk. It says, Vaita Shabbat la Arts Lachem Lochla says miut lacha ula abdechalamatecha is a miut achar miut. So the miut achar miut comes to Larabot. And if you've got a miut achar miut, that's Larabot what? I'll hear changing a few words as we go along. Ochle Adam Shoosin Mehen Malugma. Okay, that's how you read it. So he doesn't learn it from a miut by Ochle Adam. He learns it from Miut Achamir, which is Larabot in the case of Ochle Behema. So it says, Verabba Ochle Behema, but we've got a miut Beha Miut, so I bought Ochle Adam. So change the word Behema to Adam. So once again, we say that if you do the both miut Achamirs, Kaidaama Rabun Barchia, Kol Midrashat Adoresh, Veshover Midrash Rishon, Ainza Midrash. If you do one drush, followed by another drush that ends up contradicting, dismantling the first drush, you can't do the second drush, a bit like we explained above. However, Amar of Matnaya, Rav Matnaya says, So he understands actually the way Rav Chaim explains it. He says, I use both your drushes. I use the riboy by 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 Ochle Beima to say you can use a mulgma there, and I use the miut by Ochle Adam to say you can't use a mulgma there. Okay, let's continue. Now, the question is, till now we've known quite clearly, the only thing that we have, uh, that we know clearly what you can and can't do is for a patch, like a, like a, this plaster. That if it's Ochle Adam, human food, you can't use it for that purpose. If it's Ochle Behema, you can use it for a human being, for a plaster, not a Behema. The question is, what about Ochle Behema? Can you use that for Tzvu'im La Adam? Something that's animal food can use it for a dye for human purposes. So Gemara says this answer is very simple. <clears throat> we find that when it comes to human food, you cannot use it for a plaster, but you're allowed to use it as a dye. Even though it's ochle adam, you can use it for a dye for human beings. So therefore, kavachomer, ochle bahimashe. If it comes to animal food, you can use from a patch. So, very simple one. The Kavachomer is from patch, like these, uh, these uh, dyes and patches. So, in other words, when it comes, human food you can use as a dye for humans, but you can't use it for a patch. You can use it for a patch. Kavachomer, you can use it for a dye for humans. That's simply. Remember, why is it that you can use it for a dye? Um, I think from the Pesukim we learned previously, I was looking at this before in Ruchaim. Um, I tried to find the, the Makor for it, but it's brought down that it's, I, th- I think it's based on the Ribuin, Lachem Lechotzar Chechem, I think it was. There's something in the Shevelech called Nefesh. I think it's based on the Gemara's we did previously, but I have to, uh, I'm not 100% sure. Next, Minei Melug Miot. What about certain um, plants that are specifically used for these patches? Can I use them for dyes for a human? So Gemara says, that also seems to be quite obvious. When it comes to human food that you can't use to make a plaster, however, you can make dyes. If you're talking about certain products that you make plasters with, then it should be obvious you can make a dye with it. So the Gemara says, again, as we normally explain. In other words, no, the question is really as follows. Ochle, again, let's switch the word to behema. Ma'ulasot svaim le behema. 
Now, here's an interesting one. In other words, I've got animal food. Can I use that for dyes for animals? So the Gemara thinks, well, again, isn't this obvious? We saw by human food. You cannot use it as a patch for a person. Nonetheless, or sim means fine, you can use it for a dye for a person. Let's do the Kalbachomer again. An animal food, you can't use it for a plaster for a behema. So Kalbachomer, uh, so also, you should, sorry, you should also, you should be also, also be able to use them as dyes for an animal. So in other words, just as when it comes to Ochle Adam, despite the fact you can't use it as a plaster for Adam, you can use it for a dye. So let's look at animals as well. Animals, you can't use animal food for dyes for, for, for a plaster for animals. So maybe you can also use it for a dye. However, and this is where the Kalvachobi, the, 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 the Lilimud wasn't so pashut. And the Gemara says as follows, Amar Yossi, and he says, um, I think you take out the words Mipnema according to the way the, uh, the, um, the Gara's explanation, sorry, the, the Rabbi Chaim's explanation. He says, so therefore, he says, no, when it comes, you know, I'll read Reb Chaim inside. He says, when it comes to Ochle Adam, you can make them into dyes. Why? When it comes to dyes, dyes for Adam, human dye, for human purposes, that has Kedusha Tshvit. The cave in the Chazina and Tzviya L'Tzorech V'Shimush Chashuv Hu L'Adam Shigorem Met Shetachuk Tusha Tshvit Amin Atzovim. And because that has an important use for human being, that's why Kedusha Tshvit is Chalonat. Sa'achanami Osin Ma'och L'Adam Tzovim. That's why when it comes to human food, you can use it as a dye because, again, that dye is dying is considered a Chashuv use, meaning dying for an Adam. And the indicator, an indicator that it is a, a good use is because the human dyes have Kedusha Tshvit. But you can't say that when it comes to Ochle Be'ema. Let's keep reading Ruchayim. It says, Mikala Me'laf Bina, Lo Ochle Be'ema, Chiyasit Sovim Le'ema. Harei Ein Sovim Be'ema. Ta'ino Min Shemichodim Rak Tzviya Be'ema. That those meaning that are only exclusively for what? For dying for an animal. What do we say? We do, that's not It doesn't have Kedushat Why? The The fact that they, these 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 um, products that are exclusively for animal die, for, for dying for animals doesn't have Kedushat Again, that is the indicator that it's not considered a a, 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 a shimush that's an important shimush. So if that's the case, if that's the case, then what? That if you use animal food as an animal dye, that is considered being mafsid, destroying and wasting um, something to shashvir. So I'll explain it again outside. We tried to learn from Ochle Adam. We said, look, Ochle Adam, you can use as a dye for humans. So why, why do you say something for animals? Ochle Bahima, you can use a dye for, an, for, for animals. And the Gemara says, no, Rabbi Yossi says, not so partial. The reason why human food you can use as human dyes is because we know human dyes as shashvirs. And therefore, it has it's considered tzorachashov. It's considered a valid, good use. However, because dyes that are, products that are specifically used for dyes for animals doesn't have kedushas that's an indicator that it's not considered a, a chashov use. And therefore, if you use animal food for for an animal dye, that would be considered wasting shmita produce. And therefore, you cannot do that. Okay. And why is it not chashov? Um, 
Why is it not chashuv? I don't know, because uh, may, may, I think dyeing a garment and all these things considered proper uses, whether what would use animal dyeing animals for? Like it's usually to mark some stock and stuff. It's not considered. Right. It doesn't it doesn't raise up the animal, whereas dyeing for humans is uh, is it's, is civilizing. Uh, but, yeah, that's uh, perhaps that's as far perhaps. But yeah, but, I, mean, I think you see more there's more sophisticated uses as well, more 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 greater needs. Okay, mm-hmm. let's just finish the the daf now. Not in the adam now, I said to you, but when you, when you have something you consider for both human and animal food, then you have the chumras of Adam and chumra behema. So the Gemara says, okay, I can have some chumra Adam, because that means that I can't use this now as a tachboshet. I can't use it as a, a plaster, um, for whatever the food is. However, chumra behema, what's the chumra that applies to behema, animal food, that we don't find by ochle Adam? So Gemara says, which means human food, you're allowed to cook up. Because that's, that's not considered wasting when you cook it, because that's the way human beings would normally want to eat food. Animal food, since animals eat food raw, cooking it is considered wasting it. You're not allowed to cook it. So therefore, what's the chumre behima that we apply to these, these products if you consider them both human and animal food? In other words, it could go either way. That A, we said you can't use it as dachboshet anymore. You can't use it as a, this, a, a lugma, as a, as a plaster. And the second thing is that you wouldn't be able to cook it prior to eating. You'd have to eat it raw. Okay, that's enough today. Thank you. Let's jump pick up from the tomorrow. Go to.